Moses won in its ancient context. Moses defeats Satan. Moses 1, 12 through 23. Book of Moses Insight, number 36. In Moses 1.21, we read the dramatic culmination of Moses' confrontation with Satan. Quote, and Moses received strength and called upon God, saying, In the name of the only begotten, depart hence, Satan. End of quote. Karl Bloch's dramatic painting of Jesus' temptation in the wilderness above parallels Moses' encounter with Satan. The placement of the prostrate adversary at the feet of the Savior recalls the prophecy that the head of the serpent would be crushed beneath the heel of the seed of the woman meaning Jesus Christ. In this insight, we will describe the defeat of Satan as portrayed in Moses 1, 12-23, in the Apocalypse of Abraham, Ab-Ab. Though the general similarity between the type scenes depicted in Matthew 4 and Moses 1 is indisputable, the detailed resemblances between Ab-Ab and Moses 1, 12-23 are even more striking. Satan disrupts the worship of God. Recalling Satan's encounter with Christ in the wilderness, the adversary tempts the prophet, in his physically weakened state, to worship him, or in the case of Ab-Ab, to leave Yahuwah and flee. In the book of Moses, the title conferred by deity on Moses as a son of God is explicitly challenged by Satan, who calls him a son of man. According to David Halperin, Satan's tactics to deceive Abraham are, quote, a last-ditch effort to retain his privileged place in heaven, end of quote. If he can persuade Abraham not to make his ascent, he will perhaps be able to keep his own privileged status. End of quote. <clears throat> Satan's identity is questioned. Each prophet asks his adversary for credentials, which, not unexpectedly, he fails to provide. In the book of Moses, the prophet questions Satan directly. By way of contrast, in Ab-Ab, the angel Yahuwah mediates Abraham's question. But it is an interesting sort of mediation, is indicated by the following summary of the conversation flow. 1. Satan addresses Abraham. 2. Abraham ignores Satan and converses with Yahuwah. 3. Yahuwah directly addresses Satan. 4. Abraham addresses Satan, but only when and how Yahuwah instructs him to. Later, in 14.9, Abraham slips up and addresses Satan directly, for which he is sharply rebuked by Yahuwah. Nowhere does Satan address Yahuwah. Satan contrasted with the prophet. In both accounts, Satan's attempt to disguise his identity is recognized. Lacking divine glory and heavenly inheritance, the devil is easily and humiliatingly exposed. Documenting related instances of the adversary's deception, the Apostle Paul, drawing on earlier Jewish tradition, spoke of Satan transforming himself, quote, into an angel of light. With similar language, Joseph Smith also spoke of the devil having appeared deceptively, quote, as an angel of light. Michael Stone sees a passage in the Latin life of Adam and Eve as implying that all Satan lacked to look like a heavenly angel was the glory. He lost the glory when he fell, and he could take it on temporarily in order to deceive Adam and Eve. Thus Satan is depicted in illustrations of the temptation of Christ, as elsewhere in early Christian art, as angelic in form but differing in color. In other words, appearing with a false glory in a blue tint rather than a bright whiteness of glory. Alternatively, one might interpret Satan's blue color as his appearing deceptively in a form corresponding to the blue robe of the high priest, a robe which represented being clothed in the likeness of the body, the blue-black shadow of the incarnate Logos. Moses, having received a taste of the celestial heights, had already learned to distinguish God's glory from Satan's pale imitation. 
he challenged the adversary, saying, Where is thy glory? For it is darkness unto me, and I can judge between thee and God. Satan told to depart and cease his deception. In similar terms, the book of Moses and Appab both relate a first command for Satan to depart. Both accounts specifically admonish him not to engage in further deception. In Appab, as previously, Yahuwah mediates Abraham's dialogue with Satan. The prophet received the glory that Satan lost. Satan is reminded that the glory he previously possessed now belongs to the prophet. Moses' words constitute a second humiliating exposure of Satan as an enemy rather than a son of God, reminding him of the divine declaration that Moses actually is what his adversary falsely claims to be. In Appab, Satan's false pretensions and the prophet's right to glory are both confirmed by the affirmation of Yahuwah that Satan's heavenly garment is now reserved for Abraham, and that his erstwhile glory will be exchanged for Adam's bodily corruption. Satan told to depart a second time. In both texts, Satan is again forcefully told to leave with no further discussion. Moses curtly commands, Depart hence, Satan, while in Appab he is told, Vanish from before me, or, in Rubinkovich's translation, Get away from me. The wider context of Moses' command for Satan to depart is noteworthy. In verse 6, Yahuel instructs him to preface his counsel for Satan to depart by saying, quote, May you be the firebrand of the furnace of the earth, which sounds not like an artful way to say, go to hell. Satan's final attempt to win the prophet's worship. In Appab, Abraham more momentarily gives in to Satan's ploy to continue the dialogue, answering him deferentially, Here am I, your servant. To ward off further danger, the angel gives Abraham a stern warning, Answer him not, lest his, Satan's, deceptions uh, will affect you. In the book of Moses, the goal of Satan's demand is expressed more directly, worship me. Significantly, the cosmic battles depicted in Moses 1 and Appab are not head-on clashes between the titanic forces of opposing gods or demigods. Rather, they are the conflicts of mortals who are caught between those forces, being compelled to choose by devilish adversaries, while at the same time being enabled to stand by heavenly powers. Mark Filonenko's analysis of this unusual aspect of Appab applies equally well to Moses 1.22. Quote, The interaction between the good and malevolent powers does not occur directly, but rather through a medium of a human being, Abraham. Abraham thus becomes the place of battle between two spiritual forces. In this struggle, the Prince of Lights and the Angel of Darkness are fighting in the heart of a man. Satan's definitive departure following the invocation of the name of the Son of God. In contrast to Satan's warrantless demand, Moses executes his authoritative command, forcing his adversary to depart through the power of the priesthood after the order of the Son of God. The dramatic turning point of this episode hinges on Satan's desperate false claim to be the only begotten, countered by Moses' triumphant invocation of the name of the, of the true only begotten. No corresponding passage is found in Appab. However, a medieval Ethiopian text provides a relevant parallel. As in Moses 1, it argues the potency of the name of God in driving Satan away. In an account of a battle between Satan's rebellious armies and the hosts of heaven, the angels twice charged Satan's ranks unsuccessfully. However, prior to their third attempt, they were given a cross of light inscribed, quote, In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And when Satan saw that, that inscription, he was vanquished, end of quote. 